Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension School, Part 7. Today we will be talking about the difference between soul division and soul fragmentation. Welcome my friends. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Ascension School where I take some time to break down concepts that might be related to higher consciousness, soul evolution, anything and everything that might be of interest to you, and things you can't find in normal textbooks, right? This is kind of woo-woo stuff, and so I try to provide this information for you. I know a lot of people out there are seeking to learn, and I know I remember when I first started my journey, I was just consuming everything I could possibly find that would help me explain the experience I was going through. So I'm so glad you're here. I cannot wait to head into our topic of the difference between soul division and soul fragmentation. Before we head into that, I want to take a quick moment and share with you some exciting events that I have coming up. For those of you who have been with me for a while, you know that I do my soul family gatherings. Those are typically held on Sundays. I have a different one every Sunday, so if you go to my website, you can see the link below. You can find out what we're doing, but here we have coming up this week. So right now it is the very end of January, so I'm going to kind of tell you what we've got going on in the first part of February. We have the, the 6th of February, so the first Sunday in February, two different Pleiadian gatherings. We have one at 7 a.m. Pacific time and one at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So I would absolutely love to see you there. We connect with the Pleiadians. I know they're coming in very strong right now as far as helping us to really adapt to the energies of the new earth and the ascension energies that are coming through. When we do these gatherings, it's so beautiful. It's just a virtual Zoom gathering. You can pop on with or without video, with or without sound, just listen in, participate by sharing things. And we have an individual activation that I will invite them to do for you. But we also do some work on behalf of the collective. And so if you've never done anything like this before, it's an energy you do not want to miss co-creating this space has been so beautiful every single time we do it. So I would love to have you there. The week after that, the Sunday after that, if you resonate more with Arcturian energy, or if you're just thinking, am I Arcturian? I would also love to have you join us for that one. I actually have a parallel life where I'm, I'm kind of a hybrid Pleiadian and Arcturian. So I resonate with both. If you want to show up at both gatherings, you're totally welcome to do so. It's kind of similar, but the Arcturian energy is different. I will channel them. I will bring through information from them. They always have a lot to say because they're so involved, so concerned, and just willing and ready to help us with our ascension. So it's a really fun time. You basically get to listen to what I do for my podcasts when I channel, but you get to do it live. And there's it's a different energy. It really, really is. Lastly, this is the most time-sensitive thing that I have to share. Well, kind of. I have two events coming up in February. One's coming up really soon, the 2nd of February. The other one's coming up the 22nd of February. And they're the same event. I'm just offering them on that special, special day with all the twos for those of you who are feeling like, oh my goodness, these twos mean something. I've channeled before. I did in the last episode I posted about the fact that twos 
are really feeling like for me uh, the energy of becoming coming into alignment. And so these special mini sessions that I'm doing on the 2nd and the 22nd of February, I have a limited number of spots, but there's just these 30-minute mini sessions where my intention is to have you go into a guided meditation and simply integrate the light codes that you've received because I know so many of you are receiving them. If you've had crazy dreams, that's probably you. If you're having ascension symptoms, my goal is to help you integrate them better so you're not feeling those that roller coaster. In addition to that, I'm helping you to calibrate. I'm going to invite in whatever interdimensionals want to help, if your guides want to help, whatever it is that is for your greatest and highest good to help you calibrate your energy to your highest timeline. Some of you have been feeling those physical symptoms. If you are, I would be honored to assist you on the 2nd of February or the 22nd of February. So click on the link in the description to this podcast and we can get together and co-create some space for alignment for you. All right, heading into our topic again, I will be using the book that I've been using for a while. It's called Soul Integration by Sal Rochelle. And this part of the book was so fascinating to me, particularly because one of my specialties, I feel, one of my gifts is to work with soul integration. If you've listened before, you know that I do multidimensional soul integration as one of my offerings. And each month I've actually been launching a new cohort a new group of people who are kind of on the journey together. We do this in in a group fashion, and we also have individual sessions. And so this is very pertinent to what I do. I feel like many of you are also moving to a place of being aware of your multidimensionality, and it's going to be helpful for you to bring to your conscious memory how this all works. You know this, right? Your subconscious, your soul knows the things I'm about to tell you. But your conscious mind, there's a veil there when you came and were born on this planet and embodied onto this planet. So we're going to help you remember. That's my intention. I'm just going to start off by reading a little bit of what Sal Rochelle Rochelle says about the differences between soul division and fragmentation. So soul fragmentation involves only the individual souls who who have emerged out of the oversoul. Fragments are not whole, complete, and sovereign souls. They are pieces of an individual soul that have broken off from the parent part of the soul for various reasons. If the reason for the fragmentation is so that the parent part of the soul can remain in the higher realms while the fragments go out and explore the lower realms, then this is said to be voluntary fragmentation. A fragment that embodies into a human form to experience Earth or another lower density planet is called a primary fragment. Now, I'm going to stop right there and give you a little bit about my experiences as I've done soul integration. What I do with soul integration is assist you to integrate fragments which have gone and fragmented off and decided to experience other things and are ready to be integrated back. Now, some people might think, well, but what about, like, what if I feel like I've been an Egyptian or something? Isn't that a lot higher vibration? Actually, we are in a time and you are in a place where you are much higher vibration than you think. I think a lot of us underestimate where our vibration is right now, especially after the last two years worth of shifts that have been happening. 
we are in a, quite a high vibration. And so as I work with people, they are integrating soul aspects that have fragmented off. And I believe that some of them have fragmented off to experience parallel or lower vibrations, to be completely honest with you. So my impressions, of course, adding into what Sal Rochelle channeled are those. Uh, as he kind of goes on, he talks about the fragmenting of our souls as it relates to trauma or cords, what I call cords, or something connected to a relationship you've had, intimate relationships in particular. So I want to talk about that for a second because they kind of go hand in hand. I told you before, this was a couple of episodes ago in the soul, in the uh, school, Ascension School series, that our soul evolution deals with uh, a, a sort of a journey where we go through enlightenment and then we kind of do our shadow work and then we feel like there's more and that soul integration. I feel like the shadow work does involve reintegrating fragments that have broken off or that have sort of been attached to other people or other things uh, due to trauma. And that is why as people begin my soul integration process, I often find out how much trauma work they've done because I feel like it's quite important for you to begin to integrate those involuntary, we'll call them involuntary, although I truly believe that our higher self is in control and knows what's going on. And I think that really that it's all meant to be. But those fragments that have come off due to trauma, as you begin to reintegrate those, you start to feel that pull to want to reintegrate the voluntary fragments. That's my personal opinion. I'm adding to what Sal Rochelle has said. And the interesting thing is, as I mentioned earlier, we're talking about the difference between fragmentation and soul division, okay? I want to talk about really quickly a little more about the soul fragmentation and then we'll move on to the division. This last portion of what Sal Rochelle writes is, I think, quite important. He says, soul fragments can travel through time, space, and other dimensions depending on the size and energetic matrix of each fragment and the purpose of the fragmentation. They can attach themselves to other parent souls or even other fragments belonging to different souls. So that's just kind of an idea of, for instance, when I do multidimensional soul integration, where I am bringing these souls from, it has been incredible. I feel like at this point, I have a lot of stories very similar to what Dolores Cannon wrote in many of her convoluted universe books. A lot of people ask me, like, what do you do during soul integration? Does it involve past life regression? It absolutely does. That's why it's so similar to what Dolores Cannon did, is that I feel like what we do is we connect with these other lives, these parallel lives, and we bring them in to integrate them. That's the step that's not included in, in what like Dolores Cannon did that I think is a further step that if, if people are ready for that, I can facilitate. But at any rate, the places where we get these soul aspects is absolutely mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. I remember when I read the Dolores Cannon Convoluted Universe books the first time, and I was like, what in the world? I that has never crossed my mind that that could be a possibility. I had a session one time where I was literally 
I, I've, I see things a lot. I use my third eye when I'm doing the soul integration process. So you're not necessarily under hypnosis, but you're, you're listening to me and we're co-creating this. A lot of people who can see with their third eye will see what I'm describing. Other people just feel it, but it's not necessary that you have like a super open third eye because I'm, I'm kind of doing it for you by proxy. We saw, I saw blocks, like literally almost like Lego blocks of energy and that was the soul fragments that we were going to reintegrate back into this person. So for some reason, a part of this person's soul had fragmented and wanted to experience being blocks of energy. And then what we did was we brought these blocks of energy into their body and reintegrated them. And that process was also incredible. I don't have time to share all about it here, but wow, I, I could go on and on and on. I, I really do sometimes wish that I would write more down because I could write several books. But if you're interested, these stories could be yours. Let me just tell you, it's so amazing. All right, I want to kind of finish up our talk about this soul fragmentation and move on to a discussion about soul division. So one of the interesting things that Sal Rochelle brought up in a part of the book a little bit before what I just read was that soul division is a lot like cell division in that the soul is dividing and then the soul that divides off of it actually becomes an independent functioning soul. And the, again, there's not a hundred, there's not too many similarities between fragmentation and division. It's, I think it's just important for us to know. So it says, while soul divisions are complete holographic representations, of the creator as it differentiates down through the levels, soul fragments retain some holographic characteristics while lacking others. For example, fragments have a degree of consciousness. In other words, they are aware of themselves. In fact, because they belong to a parent part of the soul, they are linked to that part and have access to the knowledge, memories, and experiences of that part. They might even believe they are that part, especially if they have not been brought up in a society that does not believe in the existence of extrasensory abilities or extraterrestrial lifetimes. If you believe your human self and ego personality is all there is, you might also believe that your primary soul fragment is all there is. You would then have a hard time believing that you are a vast, creative, spiritual being with a parent part in the heavens. Theoretically, soul fragments have access to the consciousness of other fragments belonging to the same parent part. But in practice, this awareness is rarely demonstrated. However, this means you can vacillate between various aspects of self or, in a sense, change personalities. What is actually occurring is that the ego personality is changing its identification from one fragment of the soul to another. I'm going to go ahead and finish off that quote from the book there and just make a few comments myself on what I've seen as far as what it means to live multidimensionally after you integrate these fragments. It's very similar to that last portion of the quote where he talks about going back and forth from different personalities. So some people ask me when they're curious about soul integration and doing the process, like, what is it like for me if I'm feeling like I'm integrating these parts of me, am I going to feel like I have split personalities? And I'll be completely honest with you. 
that's why the integration process should be taken very seriously. And that's why I try to make it as high a quality of process as I possibly can. I, I put so much of my heart and soul into making it as smooth as possible for you because it is quite, it can be quite jolting to your original soul, parent soul. It's more your consciousness and your physical body that is more like in flux and whoa, what's going on than your soul because your soul really doesn't react as much. But it's a big change. And what I've noticed is that it just takes time. It takes time to begin doing that. Some of you have already experienced it. Some of you are on the journey already. But as you go on it, you're going to notice you become more and more used to being a multidimensional being. And it doesn't feel scattery. It doesn't feel like, oh, I'm this personality. And then, oh, I'm that. You just set the intention that you're all one. Because in the end, we are all one. We're all part of source. And this is just a little baby example of unity consciousness. Integrating soul aspects is teaching us that we're all one. And I truly believe that. I really feel that as people begin soul integration, they're going to stop identifying so much with this just this one earthly body, which causes a lot of problems. It's the ego, right? I don't want to say problems, but it just causes a lot of this lower dimensional stuff going on on our planet. As everybody starts opening their eyes to the amazing being that they are, then I feel like a lot of this nitty-gritty, in-the-weeds, 3D stuff kind of melts away and we just really step into our power and we step into love, love for everything and everybody and it just becomes full of awareness, light, and consciousness. And again, it doesn't mean we never experience emotions again because I even feel like when I say all we do is love, well, but still. Our concept of love and, and the concept of light, source energy maybe is what we could call it, is different. We still, we still have emotions. We're still going to have ups and downs. Our life isn't going to be full of rainbows and butterflies. But we see the mud and the muck and, and the tough things a little differently when we come to a multidimensional place. And again, that is what my, my goal is. And my intention is when I work with people through the multidimensional soul integration process, as always, anything that I am facilitating is stuff that you can do on your own. It's, it's always there and accessible to you. I want to tell you that you're empowered to do all of it. You can work with your guides through any of it. So whatever resonates with you, whether you work with somebody to guide you through or you work with your guides to help you through it, you will know and you'll be led when it's time for you to start doing soul integration. I hope that this explanation on the difference between soul fragmentation and soul division has enlightened you a little bit, maybe piqued your interest. If you want to read more, simply go to Amazon. You can find Soul Integration by Sal Rochelle on Amazon. The link is below in my, um, in my description to the video or the podcast. And as always, I just want to thank you so much for co-creating with me. I hope to see you soon at either a soul family gathering or at my 2-2-2022 or 2-22-2022 mini sessions. I would absolutely be thrilled to connect with you at either one of those. So 
Sending you so much love and honoring the divine being that you are. We'll see you the next time.